Hello, everybody. Welcome to Political Football. My name is Dave. I'm here with Scott. Cleve will be joining us shortly, I believe, part of the Maddie Ice Media Network. Now, Scott, you've missed the last two starts to the show, so you might be confused. We don't have the countdown, anything like that. Do you have any idea what I'm about to do instead? No. Awesome. I feel sad telling you. I have no clue. That's all right. Here we go. So, wow. what do you think? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so Maddie Ice put that together for us. Um, and I uh, rolled it out two weeks ago. And I was like, yeah, Scott will be here next week. And then you came in a little bit late last week. Yeah. So, you uh, didn't see it there. Welcome in, Cleve. Cleve, I just rolled a new intro. Scott's first time seeing it. Pretty spectacular. Oh, okay. How'd you like it? I thought it was awesome. I mean... Nice. As right? always, like your you, Maddie, your, uh, again. your image is very intimidating. So you know, <laughs> you're um, in the middle there, and it's you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> I wanted it's a leather cool. helmet, but <laughs> cool. So uh, <laughs> Ben cool. says that we should begin this broadcast by apologizing to the German people on behalf of all of us, subjecting them to Indianapolis versus New England, truly one of mankind's worst atrocities. So that is actually a hilarious, uh, hilarious joke. Um, we actually are not going to talk about Indianapolis to New England, besides the mention that New England is two and eight, the worst team in the AFC, and they might get the first overall pick. Um, I do want to begin the show briefly because we're already getting to NFL. <laughs> this is an NFL show, but I don't know if you guys see my name on the screen here for the audio listeners. My name on the screen here on the YouTube live stream is not Dave at Political FB Pod. It is fuck the Big Ten. I am still <laughs> um, so livid about this entire Harbaugh suspension situation that, and I, I've given it some days to really actually calm down and calmly think it through. And more than anything else, besides winning a national championship, I want the University of Michigan to up and just leave the Big Ten. I don't want them to be part of the conference anymore. Um, and I thought about this. I was like, 100 years of tradition, don't care. Might not play Ohio State every year, don't care. They whine the second that we're better than them anyways, which is the case now. Like, you know what? And the, what are the alternatives? Well, we go to the SEC, which would be awesome. We could go to the ACC, which would be a fantastic fit. They have Notre Dame, Duke, North Carolina, Cal and Stanford coming in, UVA, right? Um. So there's good options. We can go somewhere else. And I honestly don't want us to be in the Big Ten. I don't want to think good for the Big Ten. I'm not rooting for any of the Big Ten teams ever again. Any non-conference game, I want the other team to win. I don't care if it's Alabama. I don't care if it's University of Hell. I'm rooting for that team against the Big Ten team. I hate the Big Ten as a conference. I hate the other members. And I don't want anything to do with them ever again. And – um Ben, Ben saying you guys bitch when you win. This is about wins or losses. We were going to kill Penn State no matter what. 
this is not about that. This is about what to do going forward, right? This is about what to do going forward. The Big Ten as a conference has determined and shown they do not deserve the cash cow that is University of Michigan as part of the program. But I'm not the only Michigan fan on the show. Scott, what do you think about what I just said? So I guess I am I am not surprised <laughs> that that you that you're there <laughs> at all. Um I don't have uh, that strong of an opinion about it. I think it's as almost like everything else in our world now, it is so hard to know what the truth is. It is hard to know. And some of it doesn't matter. Like what, whether or not Michigan is guilty or not, doesn't change the fact that what they did is super irresponsible um, even if Michigan is guilty, there's a process in which you go about doing things. Exactly. There is no process behind what they've done here. So I get I get that side of things. I just don't know, like, you know, big picture, what what how much responsibility responsibility falls on Michigan. And it just seems um as a as a kind of a casual observer of all this stuff, because again, you just don't know what's trustworthy and what's not. Um, Harbaugh is responsible for what happens in his program, but there's a, there's a way in which you go about, you know, disciplining a team in that scenario. And that's not what the big 10 did. Right. And that's that's the thing. This is a, this is a more of a due process issue. Obviously Michigan should be invested. Connor Stallion's, is guilty. I mean, allegedly, I guess, because it's not proven. But like Connor Stanley's doing what he did. No, there's enough. I think there's enough out there that he's like, you yes. know, yes. And so Michigan should be investigated for this or whatever. This is about all the other members of the Big Ten pressuring the commissioner to levy a punishment without an investigation. And here's the truth about the Big Ten: the Big Ten is nothing without Michigan or Ohio State. And it needs both of them, right? And so if Michigan up and bounces, I swear to you, Ohio State will follow us within five years, right? So I I want the absolute total destruction of the Big Ten top to bottom. And if we go to the ACC, there's room for Michigan State to come with us too, right? Because that's Mm. important for like our home state, right? Kaleeb, I know you're a huge Rutgers fan. I'm sorry. We got to leave them behind. (laughs) I don't know what you you can do. I'm sorry about that. Um. And so I just wanted to get this off my chest because I've, you know, the news came down on Thursday. It's now the following Tuesday and I've really, or last last Friday, excuse me. And I've really been like, tried to really think it through and Michigan should absolutely not stay in this conference any one second longer than they have to Cleve, What do you think here? So, so you guys, you know, we're on a a group chat that we kind of share stuff. I I won't rehash all all of it basically, but just in my worth of advice or, or, or just kind of my rant about it. I know I took some shots, you know, about this kind of stallion whole thing that it shouldn't have never happened because you guys really didn't need any competitive edge because you guys are awesome and you guys beat the shit out of everybody. So in that regard, I want you guys to lay waste to everyone on the way to the chip. I'm talking two point conversions, onside kicks, <laughs> no punts, like just, just asshole, asshole football, basically. But in all seriousness, um, you, you suspend the guy as he's flying to a game. Like, what? Who the fuck does that? And he that found out from the media. The he dumbest shit the ever. Like, who does that? 
Yeah, like yeah, that, that that's as cowardly as it can get. You know, look the guy in the face and tell him, hey, after this game, you, you know, you're gonna serve a thing. What I what I do like about this whole situation is that the players did not get punished because they don't they they're having a kick ass year, and they deserve to get all the accolades, all the the credit, and the wins and everything. So, um, one asshole shouldn't bring the program down. But as Scott said, you know, it's on your watch. Unfortunately. But the guy should have the minute he brought a signal to to someone with a system, get the fuck out of here, bro. We don't need it. Get out of no, here. With everybody, that. everybody, everybody every team steals signals somehow. Yeah, like everybody I, has a signals we, guy. Right. We did that in like, high school. Thing. I get it. Yeah, I get every, it. everybody has a signals guy. The fact that Michigan has a good signals guy is not shocking. Now, Ben Mc, now to be fair, Ben is a diehard Michigan State fan. He says, you guys think Ann Arbor is the center of the universe. Leave, please leave. If he, the Big Ten as much as the rest of us hate you, by all means, don't throw us with a good time. So here's the thing. Ann Arbor is not the center of the universe. But Ann Arbor and Columbus are the center of the Big Ten universe. And without, without both of us together, you're basically the Big 12. You've got nothing left, the rest of you, to support yourselves without Michigan and Ohio State. That's just the way of it. Even when we were bad we were still drawing in the biggest numbers, still bringing in the most money, also us in Ohio State. Penn State can't do it on their own, right? So for, for us to have a commissioner that will listen to the caterwauling of these other uh, programs to then come and um, punish Michigan without an investigation, I mean, that's the thing, right? There's no investigation the ncaa has said they do not have any yet have any proof that jim harbaugh had any knowledge of anything happening or whatever so that is why michigan should leave should leave the big 10 and ohio state will follow us right because wherever michigan goes will become either the richest conference if it's the sec or the second richest if it's the acc and ohio state will realize they can make 10 million dollars more per year by following michigan and they will do it and then the rest of you guys will get picked over the pac-12 teams that we're getting will go back out west right and then the rest of you guys will become basically the Big Twelve. You'll all be West Virginia, and you know what? To hell with all of you. Yeah, dude. every last, every every last, every last one of y'all that was whining and complaining. And honestly, I don't even think Harlan ben, Harlan Bennett from Michigan State was one of the ones complaining. The AD is. I don't think Harlan Bennett is. I think he's too busy trying to get that team in shape in an order. So, you yeah, know, this last... is not about Michigan being punished. It's about Michigan being punished without due process in the middle of a season because James Franklin and Ryan Day are whining and complaining about it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. My last take on this is that, uh, and I do agree with you, Dan. I know sometimes we 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 agree to disagree a lot on a lot of stuff, and that's kind of what our relationship is. But kangaroo court, I think they already had their minds made up and the pressure, whatever the pressure was, it was just he he wasn't gonna get a fair shot. And it's and that's messed up because any other coach watching that should should take notes and be like, hey, this could happen. <laughs> this could happen. All it takes is someone to say, "Hey, you got to do something right now. Do something right now," and that's yeah. it. And you know? we can also guarantee somebody who will never come coach in the Big Ten is Coach Prime, because if they'll do this to Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, Coach Prime oh, at yeah. Wisconsin has no chance. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like they will, they yeah. will find any reason for booking him immediately. So they, that's yeah. already that's already out. Any big time personality should never come coach in the Big Ten again because all the other whiny coaches now have shown with this commissioner that they can do something like this. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest because yeah. I have been sitting on this for, for a while. And yeah, as I think about it more and more, I actually don't care about the hundred year tradition or whatever. I'm happy to go play in the ACC, the SEC, go independent for a year, 
play a bunch of um uh a fun time. So yes, Ben, I'm kind of like in your camp, but I, I when when they suspended him as he's flying to a, a game, an actual game, a, a game that matters, I kind of felt that was unfair. I was like, you know what? Like he he hasn't had his day in court. Yeah. No also, um, I have a friend from way back in the day who used to get in trouble with the law quite a bit. And if it happened to him again, I would still want him to get due process this upcoming time, even though he got in trouble with the law before. Right. Um, yeah. So even if it's true that Michigan is caught cheating all the time, which it is not, <laughs> by the way, um, but even if it were, then, you know, but if Michigan, like if it turns out that Jim Harbaugh was directing Connor Stallion to this guy's office, the CMU coach to go hang on on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, there should be like a major punishment. Like I'm not, I'm not yeah. arguing against that, right? That's yeah. not what I'm saying here. Um, but yeah, they should, they should, uh, they should leave, leave the Big Ten. Scott, any final thought on this before we move on to the NFL? Uh, lots of thoughts, but nothing, nothing worth sharing right now. It's just okay. It's, you know, just well, this and this story, this story right. will continue to go. Like this yeah. is not. There's a I hearing on come- Friday. Yeah, I bet you kind of writes a book or whatever because he just flame throw. He just flame put a flamethrower to whatever career he thought he could have had. In Listen, football. if he published his five hundred page manifesto, he could sell it. He'd be oh, just yeah. Fine. That's all he's got Tell left. That's all yeah. he's got left. He, oh, he's got a future in corporate espionage. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could see, I, I, Lockheed Martin's probably already in his DMs. Um, all right. So now moving on to the NFL slate this weekend, it was a great slate. Uh, five of the 10 games on red zone ended on uh, walk-off field goals. And then another game did as well. So they had a lot of good, close games. Cleve, what two teams played last Thursday? Dude, I... <laughs> this is my favorite um, game every week. I didn't watch. I didn't, yeah, I didn't watch because I hate Thursday Night Football. So <laughs> enlighten me. Like, you're not going to hate it this week, but last week it was Panthers 13 at the Bears 16. We're not spending any time on this game except to say that the Bears hold the Panthers first round pick. So this was like a double win for the Bears <laughs> by even pushing the, the Panthers down further. Scott, do you have any thoughts on this game? No. I think so. No. <laughs> um, you know, we're getting to the point in the season to where like, we won't be talking about the shitty teams as much, especially when they play each other, because they'll dominate more talk in the offseason, lead up into the draft and that sort of thing. Colts 10 at the Patriots 6. This game played in Frankfurt, Germany. As Ben said, we should apologize to the entire nation of Germany. Um, my only note on this game, this game was truly horrendous. There was nothing good about it. Even most ugly games can be interesting to their ugliness. Everything about this game sucked. You guys got up for this. Like, I, I told you guys I wasn't going to get up. And even when you guys texted, I'm like, I just got up. There well, was I'm up no getting, way. I'm up getting ready. zero chance for me to watch that game. I get up and start getting ready for the DFS late 8 30, 9 o'clock on Sundays anyway. So it's just they're always on in the background of the yeah. of me getting ready. Um, And this this game was was horrible. Uh, Scott, any thoughts on this game? Not really. I, I mean, just it's interesting to see how bad New England is. Like, just how bad they are. It is kind of fun. A little. I mean, I, see, I'm. I'll see. I'm past the fun now, where I'm actually feeling sorry for them. Never. Oh, like, never. Fuck them. <laughs> Are you kidding? Never. I'm, yo, dude. I. It must be like Stockholm syndrome, whatever the fuck they call it. I'm. I'm a. I'm. I'm a. What do you call it? I'm sympathizing with the oppressors. I don't know. It's just. It's. If they lose to the Giants. Yeah, we call. We call fight. that Clarence Thomasin. 
<laughs> they should fire um fire him like midseason. Like they should fire him. He loses to the Giants. Like that's it. That's it, bro. It's just so fucking bad. It. I'm not even enjoying it anymore. Like I should be enjoying it. I'm not. I'm 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 loving it. I I. That's the only thing that was interesting <laughs> is just watching how bad the Patriots are. And um, uh, yeah. I Time hope, was I the system. And I, I, as a Red Wings fan, I can appreciate this because the Wings aren't haven't been good for a few years, but they made the playoffs like twenty five straight years, won four Stanley Cups. I can appreciate fans of other teams laughing at our misery now. And oh yeah, <laughs> same. It's the same yeah. thing here. Um, it's just fun to watch how clueless they are with their quarterbacks too. Yes. Just, I mean, that is just there's that is just the the cherry on top of it all. Just all right, Bailey Zappy, you go in for the final two minute drive. Like what? What do I do? <laughs> you know? Yo, they're not even trying right now. I, I, they're not even trying. They're just making up shit. It's bizarre. This game ended because Bailey Zappi threw a pick after a fake spike into like triple coverage. <laughs> Go out there right. and just it up. Uh, oh, the- man. On the teams we're going to have to keep talking about here as we go forward. Browns 33 at the Ravens 31. The Ravens are now 7-3. and They should be 10-0. and They were up 24-9 to at one point in this game and up two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. This is now becoming officially a problem for them. Get a load of this stat. This is from Benjamin Solik on Twitter. The Ravens have lost seven games in the last two regular seasons with Lamar as their starter. Wow. They had at least a 75% win probability in in the fourth quarter of every single one of them. In five of the seven, they had a 90% chance to win in the fourth quarter. That's why I don't bet football Amazing. all the time. My question, Scott, is is this endemic to the Ravens? It's just is this just bad luck? Is this is there something that they can identify to fix to make it so this doesn't happen anymore? I don't know. Uh, we talked about this earlier in the season, how there was just some funkiness around around them and, and their offense specifically. They lost two games earlier this season where it was just like, all right, you had a bunch of drops. I don't remember who it was they played, but like there were seven drops, a couple touchdown passes. Steelers. Uh, yeah, I think Bateman had a drop and Mark Andrews had a drop. And it's just like, it's really weird. It's almost, and at the time it felt like, they were just looking for something bad to happen. And then once that happened late in games, they couldn't overcome it. This one was different though. This one was, this was a different kind of an outcome where it's just like Cleveland's good. They have a great defense. Um, But yeah, they were in full control a little bit. I don't know that there's any truth about to what I'm, what I'm going to say. So (laughs) you're on the right show. What a, (laughs) <laughs> but like, remember when the Lions had Stafford in the Caldwell era and yes. they would be up by say a touchdown in the third quarter and they took, and they take their foot off the gas. And then the other team would score like 10 points and, and they'd ask him, Hey, we need you to find the gas pedal again. And he never could, he just couldn't do it. And I wonder if there's some of that where the Ravens need to consider, Hey, you, if we're up by 10, that's not enough. We need to be up by 17. Run, run the fucking so score let's up. Let's just go. And run I, the know. fucking score up. Yeah. 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 I mean, this game was – and this was a weird game. Both teams had a pick six in this game. The Ravens had one on the very first play of the game. Um, But the Ravens scored 24 offensive points in this game. The Ravens have scored 99 points across their last three games. Right? It doesn't seem like anything is wrong, but this is – I mean, I'm not a statistician. I don't know, but 
They've only lost seven games with Lamar the last two years, a five in five of the seven and 90% chance to win in the fourth. That seems like a, like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a uh, house of cards kind of falling apart kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Like do they only win games 38 to three or lose them in the fourth quarter? Are those their only two options, Khalif? <laughs> That's what it seems like. They're just rolling <laughs> dice on the sideline. <laughs> um, well, lucky, luckily for the Ravens, every other uh, AFC outcome this week went exactly as they wanted it to besides the Chiefs because they didn't play. Um, as far as the Browns go, the Browns are 6-3 and three now. Wow. And Yeah. And they're, um, yeah, they're firmly in the playoff, playoff discussion. Um, but we're going to get to them and the, we're going to get to the entire AFC picture towards, towards the end here. I just want to point out the Browns are six and three and they're, Crazy. they're right in it. Um, Scott, anything else on this game? No, we're good. Cleve. Well, Deshaun shows up when you, when they probably, he probably got a dress down. I was like, Hey, we're paying you a lot of fucking money. Better go out there <laughs> and swing this thing around. He did play well in the fourth quarter. He did. Yeah. Um, it was just like one of his only five good quarters since he got to Cleveland, but yeah, <laughs> he had it. He had it at the right um, the right time. Never forget the Cleveland six and three, no Nick Chubb, too. So yeah, it's sneaky. It's a, I I was shocked to hear six three, bro. Seriously, Packers nineteen at the Steelers twenty three. The Steelers are also six and three. Yep, Tomlin's um, a Hall of Famer, bro. Walking yes, first yeah. ballot, first yes, ballot, I, bro. Yes. <laughs> To coach yeah. that fucking shit show, dude. Yeah. I'm not God. arguing against. I'm not arguing against against the fact that he will be in the Hall of Fame. Probably not for spell because he's a coach, but he will be in the Hall of Fame. I'm still not entirely sure that he should be, but he will be. Yeah. Like that's, dude, that, you, that's out of question. Just say Kenny Pickett. <laughs> yeah. Um, my only other God. thought in this game is, uh, Jordan love 21 of 40, 289 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. I'm comfortable now in saying Jordan love is not good. Scott, any pushback? Currently? No. Uh, Oh, Scott, have, come on. No, I <laughs> mean, there were, I, I did have the pushback early. Like I, I thought that there was a chance that he was going to be a fine quarterback, you know, I did and too. This, even four or six weeks ago, I thought, all right. But at the, like there are there are moments where it is like the picky through at the end of the game. Jesus, um, <laughs> you know what I mean, like you you got to be more than that. Oh my and god! I don't know yeah. what the you know I don't. It's not that I feel bad for the Packers, but I don't know what they're going to do with him. They they don't have a lot of time to make a decision with him. I think their decision is made. This could yeah. yeah. already yeah. be made. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I think he's done. I think he's done. Jake sharing a tweet here from somebody named Alex Kazora, who I don't know who this is. So maybe this information isn't correct, but probably says the Steelers have been outgained, outgained in every game all season. They have run fewer plays than their opponents all season. They have a negative 26 point differential and they are six and three. <laughs> I don't know how to even explain that. Magic. I think he's right. Magic. He's right. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I'm going to go on a limb and say that's not sustainable. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm gonna say that that that, that can't keep up. Uh, Jesse Pinkman, they can't keep getting away with this. That gif. Um, uh, but yeah, again, the Steelers. I have a conversation at the end of the show for the AFC playoffs. The Steelers are gonna be in there too. 
49ers 34 at the Jaguars three. Cleve, I believe that. Absolute total destruction. It's one thing to go on the road against a good team and get destroyed, like the Lions and Ravens did against the Seahawks, or Lions and Seahawks did against the Ravens. It is yet another for a good team to fly across the country and beat your ass at 1 p.m. Dude, I like this Trevor Lawrence thing is kind of baffling to me, and I'll, I'll get your guys' thoughts. What is he, year three? Yes. Year three. And is there progression? There was definite progression between the Urban Meyer year to last year. Well, yeah, that's given, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. a that's light yeah. years right there. Yes. Um, this year, I, just, I, I think making a point. If if he's getting better, it's nowhere near at the pace that you would expect. Yes. And he needs to be holding steady. Correct. Yeah. It, it, for a, for a third year guy, like, he should not be looking like that. No, and then you look at their offensive line and the pressure they're giving up, their inability to run the ball. Uh, Kelvin Ridley is kind of like, where'd you go? <laughs> you know, uh, maybe we over, maybe we overthought that. Not, not you guys, but just yeah. collectively as a group. So there's, um, there's, so there's actually a couple interesting thoughts on that that I saw. One is that Calvin Ridley is only getting targeted outside the numbers over the past few games. Yeah which is insane. He's like a all three levels. All, he's like Stefan Diggs. Like you just use him everywhere. Yeah. But if you're doing that, you're just wasting him. Right. Yeah. He's not right. He's not just running fly routes down the sideline. Like use this dude everywhere. Um, yeah. Also the offense has really fallen off without Zay Jones. And I, I never thought I would say this, but I think Zay Jones is a critical piece to that offense. And I don't know how or why, but the numbers back it up. If you look at the splits with Lawrence, with his Jones and without over the last two years, it's like a pro bowl quarterback with him and like Jordan love without him. And I cannot Damn. begin to explain why Zay Jones is so important, but he clearly is. And he's, he's in some, he's found himself in a little bit of trouble now, hasn't he? Yes. <sighs> so, I actually don't have much hope for Jacksonville going forward. I said a couple of weeks ago they're going to win this division. I'm not sure that's a guarantee anymore. I still think it's likely, but I don't think it's a guarantee anymore. So they will also come up in the AFC discussion at the end. Is Trayvon Walker doing anything at this point? Uh, uh, film Twitter says that he is doing a lot better this year, but it's not like translating to numbers or anything. So, but you said you said it yourself last year. He's raw. He's a project. So, yeah, but you know, this is year two. We're we're a season and a half in, and if you're still not if you're still not producing at least pressures, or you know, like, um, yeah. yeah, even if Trayvon Walker is getting better, it is very clear that Aiden Hutchinson should have been the first overall pick that year. Maybe even Thibodeau. At this point, yeah, well, one of them eight and a half sacks. Yeah, like you know, and I know that's a that's a bad the the Giants is that is a terrible team, but but still, it's it's more the Jacksonville's giving up a ton of pressures. I don't know how many sacks Trevor Lawrence has taken. I don't know exactly what the numbers are, but the the concept there was you need a left tackle, you really do, and you you didn't go in that direction because of Trayvon Walker. And now your quarterback isn't progressing 
even though there's there's skill position players all over the place because of pressure. Apparently, betting on the Jags is free money, according to Ben. So, um, hey, remember remember the rule: if you make a bet and you don't win, you complain to us. You got to fight Cleve. So, um, <laughs> I got um, my knuckles, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey did not break the consecutive games with a touchdown record because he did not score in this game. Cleve, with whom is CMC tied for this record? Eighteen games in a row with a touchdown. Hint: I'm asking you because you're old as shit. Well, it ain't Blair. It ain't Blair Thomas. So no, that's because he has the games with the fumble. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it Emmett Smith? No, older. Huh? Older. Is it Walter is Payton? It, is older. it OJ? Is it OJ? I think older than OJ. Cer- oh my God. Certainly, this guy was playing in the league before OJ was. They may have overlapped. So, huh? This is a, this is a name I knew. Uh, shout out to Don for teaching me all, all the classics, but I'm not sure this guy is as well known as he probably should be. Lenny Moore. It, what? Wow. Um, Lenny Moore from the Colts. Lenny oh, Moore. Wow. Not a clue. So somebody was wasn't raised on Steve Sayball NFL classics. Um, <laughs> now that I now that I think about it, I think Don just wanted me to stop talking, and he knew I would just sit and watch these. So maybe, so maybe that's why now I know all these people. But I'm pretty sure Lenny Moore is in the Hall of Fame. There's a yeah. ton of people in the yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's 89 years old now. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like that's that yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, but like Cleve, I thought he was like your favorite player when you were a kid. Wow. That's a shot. <laughs> oh, man. I hit Cleve so hard, I broke his internet. Um, all right. Saints 19 at the Vikings 27. Ugh. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna drop Cleve here and try to bring him back. See if uh, I'll wait for him to start moving again. I'll bring him back here. Um, Josh Dobbs continues to play well. The Vikings have now won five games in a row all without Justin Jefferson and our serious contenders for the playoffs in the trash-ass NFC. Scott, do you think the Vikings will make it? I hope not. You know, I think, you know, I mean, I don't want them to, but I think that that's a fraudulent team. I think their defense just sucks. So, you know, if we're looking at playoff matchups and that kind of stuff, I don't think that's a terrible one. Yeah, I kind of hope they do because, well – First, they still have to play the Lions twice, right? Yeah, twice in the yeah. last three weeks of the season. Yeah, so there's so there's there, so there's two L's on the way into the playoffs, um, and then if they get the seven seed, they might very well have to come to Detroit again in the wild. Can you imagine playing them three out of four weeks in a row, like that'd be yeah. wild. <laughs> if if we beat the Vikings three times in four weeks, we just get the key to the city, right? <laughs> like That's Minneapolis tough, St. Paul man. becomes property of, of the state of Michigan. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> that would um, be <laughs> TJ Hawkinson in this game. 11 catches for 134 yards, a one touchdown. Scott, I got to say, I think TJ Hawkinson can uh, play a little football. Yeah, he's fine. I mean, Dobbs is clearly looking for him. He's got really good numbers these last week and a half, well, one and a half games. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, I'd rather have Sam Laporta over TJ Hawkinson. 
all day. Well, I, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I don't know about for the rest of 2023, but like on my team going forward, yes, for sure. And it's probably close enough in 2023 that it's that it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, Khalif, who's the best quarterback on the Saints? It ain't Carr. <laughs> it sure as hell isn't. <laughs> it ain't Carr. Is uh, Jameson still not there, right? It's Jameis. Jameis came in this game. Uh, you'll never believe this. He threw two touchdowns and two interceptions. Stunner. <laughs> Mr. 50-50 himself. <laughs> Paul says Taysom Hill, which is yep, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if we're not Don't. throwing, Taysom Hill be your perfect quarterback for Michigan against Penn State in the second half. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, just no passes whatsoever. Um, so my question is, Jameis Winston is the best quarterback on the Saints. So will Dennis Allen realize this before he's calling Zeke on his day off, asking him to cover a shift because Todd Gurley called out? <laughs> he's got to decorate his smock first. Oh. <laughs> um, he's so fired. Like <laughs> Black Monday is going to be well, crazy, the thing is, bro. The Saints or the Falcons is going to win that division. Like either <laughs> Dennis Allen or Arthur Smith is going to win that division. So they're probably not getting fired. Damn, that is bad. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but the Vikings five in a row, all without Justin Jefferson, probably not getting Jefferson back this week. Um, oh, Maybe. It's like 50-50. They have the bye the week after that. So down the stretch, they will have a fully healthy Justin Jefferson. They are going to be an annoying team to play against. I mean, I joke yes. that like, the Lions are going to have two easy Ws there. They're going to be annoying to play against. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean – having to deal with all those guys in Addison and, you know, one thing they're not doing at all that they did last year was run the ball. They're, they're just, there's no, they're really not running the ball effectively and their defense sucks. So, yeah. you know, but I, I don't want to have to deal with covering Justin Jefferson and Addison and, and Hawkinson. And I, no, yeah. <laughs> not, no. Uh, Cleve Alexander Madison has a concussion who will start for the, uh, Vikings at running back this week if Madison can't go. Jimmy Coxball? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, his name is actually his, he goes, but that, that's his government name. He goes by Ty Chandler. Um, <laughs> Ty, Ty Chandler will be starting at, at running back. Ty Chandler, never heard of that guy. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't get it done at Tennessee, transferred to North Carolina or vice versa. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I have like 20% in best ball because he was like a decent late round pick. So I hope he gets hundred yards and two touchdowns this week and he could disappear forever. Um, <laughs> oh man. Texans 30 at the Bengals 27. Horrible, horrible, horrible loss for the Bengals. Um, it's yes. such a tough division and conference. And that's not a knock on the Texans. This is just a game for Cincinnati. After the rough start to the season, you lost a couple games. You didn't have Burrow. You cannot lose to Houston at home. A horrible. I mean, I mean, it ain't Houston. It's Stroud. <laughs> That's the difference. That's the X factor, the delta in that equation, bro. That, that guy is fucking amazing. Yes. So CJ Stroud in this game, 23 of 39, 356 yards, one touchdown and one pick. And I want to say something here because I saw like talking heads talking about this or whatever. So I want to say this definitively. CJ Stroud is not in the MVP conversation. Thank you. The reason is because the MVP will go to a quarterback of a team that wins a boatload of games. 
Yeah, you got to win it. What is it? Like ten games Texas, at least, right? At least the ten Texas, games and a playoff berth. And a that, playoff. You have to win twelve games because Mahomes and Hurts are going to. Yeah, you need to win a boatload of games. The Texans will not. So Stroud is not in the MVP in MVP consideration. He will win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think yeah. he could get he could get knocked out for the year to, next week. He's and win it, yeah, it. yeah, and he right, yeah, yeah. So he has that going for him. But the question is, is he an MVP consideration? He's not. That's just math. The question is, is he playing at an MVP level, Scott? I don't know. That's a tough question. It's a good question. Uh, clearly, he's producing. I mean, he's putting up really good numbers. And he's and that offense with um, Tank Dell and Dalton Schultz and Nico Collins and Noah Brown. And I, I think there's a receiver I'm missing. There's a, oh, Robert Woods, but he's been hurt, I think. Yeah, he's back this week, though, Bobby Trees. Yeah. So, like, it's not like that's a who's who or a gauntlet of, of options, you know? That's why. That's why. That's why. He's elevating guys that we don't even know. Exactly. 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 <laughs> So, and it's not just his pass catchers. So Noah Brown did this game, seven catches for 172 yards. And I think he listens to the show. What's up, Noah? And um, because uh, last week I called him the epitome of a dust ball. And he turns around and goes <laughs> seven for 172. But the truth is, dust balls aren't bad. They just can't be the focal point of, like, your team, right? Like, they're not the main part of your squad. And they never will be. That's what makes you a dust ball, right? He does. It, it, otherwise, you either suck or you're washed, right? So dust balls could pop up for a couple good games here and there. But the Bengals were so concerned with CJ Stroud passing the ball. Devin Singletary had 30 carries for 150 yards and a touchdown on the road against Cincinnati. Yeah. And that's all just from respect for CJ Stroud. Exactly. And that's why he's probably playing at an MVP level. Yes. Yeah. So – I see, like, talking heads sort of getting this conflated. He he has no shot winning MVP. Yeah. They're going to win 9, 10 games max. It's not going to be enough to get it done. I mean, Jalen Hurts is probably going to go 13-4 and four at the worst, and he's going to score 57 rushing touchdowns with that quarterback sneak play. So, um, good question. Good question here from Jake. He asks, is Stroud in contention for, contention for the best rookie quarterback season in NFL history? No, 1984 Dan Marino. Um, and I was, and I would go uh, Cam's rookie campaign as well. Yeah, Cam Cam was good as a rookie. Yeah, and but and Dan Marino, was... Dan Marino, nineteen eighty four threw forty eight touchdowns in his rookie year. Yeah, so he he runs away with that. But I remember Cam's season being one for the ages. Yeah, Cam was. I do think that his because that's that's sort of in the rear view enough that people have forgotten about it. That in this current, like for my youngest who's fifteen. He hasn't seen anything like what Stroud's doing. So, you know, for for younger people, Stroud is doing things. It is it is just ridiculous how well he's playing. Yeah, well, I'm with you. Cam's was but Cam was awesome. Yeah, Cam that was. Really I mean, Cam's was amazing. But the, the edge that I, I think Stroud has on it is that he's doing it. He's he's also playing from the pocket. Cam yeah. was playing, but Cam Cam's largely was like just a, a running threat. I do think, um, I don't want to get up on a huge tangent here, but we need to acknowledge that Cam Newton was a few years ahead of his time, just like Mike Vick, just like Randall Cunningham. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton now is Jalen Hurts, but probably a better passer. 
Good take. Right. Like, that is how he would be used now. And so, and just like how Michael Vick never had, like, designed runs call for him. It was all scrambles. Same thing with Cunningham. Like, they they were all a little bit ahead of their time. If Cam just walked in the league right now, (laughs) (laughs) it would be, it would be amazing. Um, the Bengals, Bengals and Texans would both pop up in our AFC playoff discussion. All right, Titans six at the Bucks twenty. There is no evidence this game happened. I don't even care. Nobody can prove it. In fact, there is care. evidence this game happened. The Big Ten is going to suspend it. Um, midair. Yeah, yeah. Um, call call Todd Bowles when he's on the plane. Coach, you're suspended. There we um, go. All right. Best game of the day. Jake, I'm sorry. Lions 41, Chargers 38. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck Big Ten. Thank you. <laughs> You're I welcome. That. I needed You're that. You're welcome. <laughs> what what a game. Um Lions get up 17 to 3 on the road. And I was like already trying to create new memes for Jake. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be reverse Ravens. We're gonna walk in here 38 to 10. Staley's getting fired. Jake's leaving the chat. Like, I thought this was happening. But to the Chargers' credit, they came back, and the entire second half was a track meet. Yeah. Justin Herbert in this game, 27 of 40, 323, four touchdowns, one pick. He is not to blame for this loss. 38 points in regulation should be enough to win any NFL game. Absolutely. Yeah, he was awesome. Uh it's very clear that Keenan Allen continues to be one of, if not the best route runner in football. Like it is incredible. Route God. How, yes. Just how dirty he runs routes. Yes. Route God. You know, um, the Lions are doing interesting things. They really are running the ball. I know that we, you know, it was some people get on, get on them for that stuff, but, uh, Anytime you can have you can watch David Montgomery bust off a seventy five yard run, it's kind of fun. Unbelievable! It uh, really did, is. Did you guys see the quote from him uh, after the game talking about that play? About Jamison, how he was it hurt his feelings? Yeah, Cleve, did you see this? Yeah, no, great. no. So Jamison Williams on the seventy five yard run for David Montgomery. Jamison Williams, super key, throwing blocks that fifty yards downfield takes out two guys so Montgomery can score. After the game, David Montgomery was like, you know, I want to shout out J-Mo. It's got, it takes a lot of humility to not make the big play yourself and be out there giving that sort of effort. And then he goes, also, I was running as fast as I could, and he was jogging, and it kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's exactly what it looks like. Yes, because the thing is, in the offseason, part of the reason I didn't like him giving David Montgomery all this money is that he's never been a big breakaway threat. He's always yeah. been good at making people miss. And at the, like, the 12-yard mark of this run, he destroys the safety. Mm-hmm. I mean, the safety yeah. is still looking for him. The, right? the wow. dead leg? Yeah. Dead yeah. Leg. I mean, he, yeah, he 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 hit him with the dead leg. It took off. But he's never scored a 75 yard touchdown because he's not fast enough. Somebody always runs him down. Yeah. And so for Jamo to get down there and make that play so he could score was awesome. And that brings me to my other point for this game. The Chargers defense is ass tacular. <laughs> so like, is the Lions defense. Yes, but the Chargers defense, the Chargers spend the third most of any team's salary cap on their defense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is this a, a fire Brandon Staley uh, rant-ish? Are we there? I I don't know that I'm there quite yet. I know Charger fans are sick of it. I still think if they make the playoffs in the AFC, I don't think you can fire him. But we'll get to we'll get to that. This is uh, like, come, this is like Arthur Smith not being able to run the ball. Like what what are you doing here? If this like Staley's well, supposed we, to be this defensive guru, we said you that know? you got to sacrifice a goat in LA or something for them to get off. But you're <laughs> yeah. right, Scott. It's just the difference though is that. They're perplexing. That's that's what I was gonna say. They're perplexing. Yeah, it's, yes. it's hard to it's hard to figure out because t- to Jacob's point, Herbert did what he whatever he could, and they still lost. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like they don't have talent. They have they have tons of talent on defense. They do. It's bizarre. Yes, I um, uh, don't think that they can fire Staley. Because it's not the same thing as Arthur Smith. If Arthur Smith coached the Chargers, they would have lost this game 45 to 12 because Josh <laughs> Kelly got 24 carries. It's right. True. And Jalen Guyton got 17 targets while Keenan Allen served as the water boy. So <laughs> it's not it's not the same sort of like I just I don't get the sense that Brandon Staley is overwhelmingly incompetent the way I get from Arthur Smith or even Mike McCarthy, where things are still going good in Dallas right now. I don't quite get that for him. Meanwhile, Jake says Staley for prison. So there's some, there you go. There's there's a bit of an economy <laughs> here. But I think if the Chargers don't make the playoffs, I think he should be fired because, like, I mean, right? What else, you gotta do? What else, you what gotta else, do? What else are we doing here? Um, Falcons 23 at the Cardinals 25. Speaking of uh, Arthur Smith, the Falcons should fire Arthur Smith right now. Their bye week is coming up. They should have already snapped them off. Arthur Blank came out, said they're not going to fire him basically this season. So, so much for that. Kyler Murray's back, Lee. That was fun. Did you guys see the meme of him running around with the? Uh, I with saw. The, I saw the, a little scramble too. That he, the ACL looked like pretty good. Yes. Oh yeah, he looked good. Was that Scott? He looked good. He so there was a meme that was going around with him running around <laughs> like. Uh, uh, Krabby Patty dude from SpongeBob. It was great. It was great, Mr. It's, Krabs. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Boomer alert. The Krabs. Yeah. No. Shout out. Shout, shout out. Shout out to my to my baby cousin Sydney who uh, watched SpongeBob growing up, and so I, I think I've seen every SpongeBob at least twice. Um, <laughs> thanks to that. Yeah. I learned this game. Nineteen of thirty-two, two forty-nine, no touchdowns in a pick, but six carries, thirty-three yards, and a touchdown on the ground. Um. With all the boring and shitty quarterback play that plagues the NFL, having Kyler back is so great. He's just so exciting to watch it. To watch, to watch so yeah. like mini Mike scramble around all over the place. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> um Paul says Cardinals got lucky. The new Call of Duty sucks. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, I don't have much else to say about this. We've said it all about Arthur Smith. Um, the Cardinals are not good. Kyler's back. Anything else on this game, you guys? No. All right. No. Giant 17 at the Cowboys 49. I'm just going to read some stats here because this is incredible. Dak Prescott, 26 of 35, 404 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, and a rushing TD. <laughs> 
C.D. Lamb, 11 catches, 150 yards, and a touchdown, and a rushing TD. Brandon Cooks, 9 catches, 173 yards, and a touchdown. But don't worry, Giants fans, no rushing TDs. <laughs> What's up, Don? What's up, Don? Um, <clears throat> so, I we were just talking uh, off air about the episode a few seasons ago where I was talking so much shit about the New York Giants and really the entire <laughs> New York fan base that Dave Gettleman sent goons to kidnap me and <laughs> kick me off the air. <laughs> so, that leads into this. The Giants have one of the worst rosters in the league. They only have $37 million in cap space in the offseason. They have no parts that they can reasonably move for assets because they're going to lose Saquon in free agency. They absolutely must get a top two pick so they can get Caleb Williams or Drake May. Their only hope is to hit on a C.J. Stroud-level quarterback, right, and see if he can pull them out of the doldrums or something because – um. This team is garbage top to bottom with like a couple interesting, a couple interesting players or whatever. Andrew Thomas is good. Came on Thibodeau seems okay. This roster is terrible. This is the worst roster in the league right now. It's the bottom franchise in the league. And uh, I'm sorry, Giants fans. I don't know what else to tell you. Y'all suck. I do got something to say though about stop. And this is not you guys. This is, the talking heads in the universe here. Stop make Michael Parsons is not LT. He's not close to LT. He's not. This guy had zero anything in this game. No pressures, no tackles, no interceptions, no in defensive LT. Nothing. Nobody is LT. Yes. Yeah. Nobody I, coming along will yeah, ever I, be I mean, LT, ever. I got so tired of hearing that, bro, because I the era of football I watched and it was a different type of football. And in a game like that, he would have, it would have been all world eight sacks, whatever yeah. it would have been all world for him, for, for Micah to be lining up every which way on a, on an inferior team, he was supposed to feast, not famine. I'm with you, man. I don't think anybody should be yeah, comparing is, anybody to LT. Ever. LT I think it's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ben says, I'm starting to think Tommy DeVito isn't cut out for the big leagues. <laughs> I mean, yeah. poor Bastard wasn't supposed to play. He still lives at home with his mom and dad. <laughs> well, so did Philip Lindsay, and he ran for a thousand yards when he was doing that. So <laughs> um all right, Commanders 26 at the Seahawks 29. Scott, for some reason, the Seahawks refuse to pass the ball until they must, but then they are good at it when they do. Why don't they just pass the ball the whole game? Because Pete Carroll's their coach. I don't know. All right, fair. I don't want to say too much though because that team scares me, and they're that's a good football team. And we we slandered them a year and a half ago, and I want to do it again. So, you know, yeah, but like throw the football. We're educable people. Let's not let's not say bad bad things about the Seahawks. Period. Khalid, the Commanders almost won another game after punting their season. I don't think they know how to do this. Nah, it's like they got they got to take a um. That takes notes because there are other teams who do it very well. <laughs> yeah, the Jets. <laughs> yeah, the Jets aren't even tanking and they're tanking. Um, yeah. All right. Speaking of the Jets, Jets 12 at the Raiders 16. I'm only going to say one thing about this game. The Vikings traded a sixth round pick for Josh Dobbs at the trade deadline, which means the Jets could have had him for a fifth. 
you, you notice when you text that, I didn't even respond because I knew it was so it was so crushingly true. I was like, Jesus, this is so bad. And <laughs> they can't produce any type of offense. I am I am now in the camp of Salah has to go. He's doing the best he can with what he has. But what is he really what is he really won? And they got to stop talking about this Aaron Rodgers thing like, oh, Aaron's out. I'm like, he's been out a thousand years ago now. Like, it's if this kid ain't up to speed yet, then I don't know what to tell you because the season is over. It's lost. And stop acting like, oh, he, he could come back in, in four weeks in December. For what? Behind that offensive line? Are you, are you nuts? Ridiculous, bro. Uh- yeah, I I don't think he should come back this year, but they're talking like he could come back mid December, which what? would be. <laughs> but what? why though? They're not. Yeah, like, for what? what? <laughs> they're not the going to be in a playoff race. Like they, so they just by paying him, they could they could they could be. They I mean, they have to probably win out once he comes back, but maybe he comes back until they lose, right? And then he just sees out again. You know, Dude. they could be in a situation like that. If he comes back in, uh, just for shits and giggles, he comes back in December. He hasn't played meaningful football since, uh, what was it, December of 20? Yeah, 20, but Zach Wilson hasn't played meaningful football since BYU. So, <laughs> you know. Good. Okay. Touche. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> take it easy. Hey, what the fuck, man? Come We're on, man. Scott, you're in a safe place. Blink, blink, blink I if know, you're okay. I, I might have to write another letter. <laughs> um, I think just, maybe I should stay away from evaluating quarterbacks in the I, draft. That's just I, you know, except maybe for the apologies for the Jets Nation. So we're good. Um, I just want to point out one one stat here. This is from Rich Rebar at Lord Reeves on Twitter. There are currently 12 teams with more field goals than offensive touchdowns this season. 2011, when there was nine, is the only season in the 2000s in which there have been more than six in a given season. Quarterback play is shitty across the board. Offense is bad across the board. And the Jets are still worse than that. It's it's so messed up that these guys went to training camp. And again, you know, stuff happens. But to have the year that you're having, it has to be deflating. It has to be demoralizing. I mean, you're trotting out knowing that you're not going to put up any offensive points. And that poor defense yeah. has to kind of just try to keep us in games for nothing. It's 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 all around fucked up. <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's uh it it's really bad. The Raiders to their credit have won two in a row since firing Josh McDaniels. It is amazing how much their hatred of that man has galvanized them. Um did you hear what they were saying? Like in the in the in the open meeting, <clears throat> they didn't like his fucking face. Like, yeah. <laughs> like God, I've never heard anything like that from. Yeah, they really, really, really disliked him. <laughs> oh, God, like there's. It reminded me of the uh, uh, damn the stepbrothers scene where the dude at the end of the movie is like, "There's just something about your face. Your face. I just want to punch you." <laughs> punch <It's> it. Like, <laughs> The yeah. Catalina Wine Festival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I will say for anything you say about Robert Sala, nobody wants to punch him in the face. He's at least a handsome man with a <laughs> immaculate beard. Um, also, I should have bought stock in just for men because he obviously has an ample supply. Um, 
Broncos 24, the Bills 22. So quickly, uh, the Broncos are playing much better than they were earlier in the year. They should be considered a league average team, right? Um, league average team. So we need to throw away the like 70 point drubbing by the Dolphins. That's not them anymore, right? They're also not the team that beat Kansas City, but they're like right in the middle between those yeah. two things. They're just average. Yeah. Now, for the Bills, last week on the show, I said the Bills are just the Vikings, but with Josh Allen, but it turns out that was unfair to the Vikings. <laughs> the Bills are 5-5. Five and five. This is the first time the Bills have been 500 or worse this late in the season since Josh Allen's rookie year. Um, The Broncos missed a game-winning field goal after having to run a fire drill to get the field goal team on the field just for the Bills to have 12 men on the field. The Broncos... Uh, get a second chance and nail the kick. This is why Scott McDermott should probably be fired at the end of the year. But that's One, why Ken Dorsey you, was You're not going to block the field goal. Just keep your defense out there. Or put your put your field goal team out there on third down because you know they're taking a knee, right? So just put your field goal team on during the timeout. It's, it's that sort of lack of like clear thinking that, have, that, that raises questions in my mind, right? Mm. Like, this dude might not be it. Like, how are you not seeing what's happening here, tracking this um, in real time? So, as we mentioned, the Bills are 5-5. Five and five. Cleve, these are their next five weeks. I want you to tell me wins or loss, okay? Against the Jets. Win. Eagles. Loss. Bye week. <laughs> Win. <laughs> Chiefs. Loss. Cowboys loss. So you got them at six and eight. Yeah, I like I told you. <laughs> like I yeah, like I told you, like like I told you, and I said it on text uh today, um earlier today. Uh he's lost two. Josh has lost two the Jets, the Broncos, and the Pats, bottom feeders this year in the league. And I don't know if he's still elite because he this he's a turnover guy. And he's, I don't know what it is about this. He, he gets in his own way, I, I think sometimes, but I just don't know what is like. I would want him as a quarterback. I'm not saying he's trash, but I don't, yeah. like the list that I did last week, he might be right off the list, meaning if the top five, he's probably a six. So someone takes his spot. So I, I think Josh Allen is the elite quarterback. This entire team is struggling right now. Oh, it's bad. Their offense is not making a lot of sense. They're not using their playmakers. Trayvon Diggs is tweeting that his brother Stephon needs to get out of there. Like, it's I mean, bad in Buffalo Gabe right Davis, now. Gabe Davis is Mr. Inconsistent. Like, you don't know which guy is showing up if he's going to catch the ball, if he's not going to catch, catch the, ball, the ball, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. the fuck, bro? Oh, it's bad right. up in Buffalo. Scott, Scott, Scott's about to bounce on his here. Um, Scott, any yep. final words before you go? No, I'm good. Next time I'm going to charge my computer and make sure I have the charger at my house. Next. Oh my god, that's twelve. That's twelve million on the field, Scott. Flag on the play. It Throw is the flag. It is. Yeah, I am. We'll see you guys in a week. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. it. I'm, I'm, I'm docking your pay. We can't put up with this. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. All right. So, Cleve, this is this this is good because you're an AFC guy. So. I want, I'm just going to go through this list of teams, and I want you to tell me yes or no if you think these teams will make the playoffs, okay? These are okay. all the AFC. Okay. 
Jacksonville, six and three. Will they make it? No. Dolphins, six and three. Yes. Steelers, six and three. No. Brown, six and three. Yes. Texans, five and four. No. Bengals, five and four. Yes. Bills, five and five. No. So you know what's funny about that? You said no to four of the teams. Only two of them aren't going to make it. Only two are not going to make it? Who's not going to make it? So the if we assume the Chiefs and the Ravens are in, mm-hmm. five of this list is going to make it. We could throw the Chargers on here if you want, but are the Chargers yeah. going to make the playoffs? I think so. I think the Chargers okay. can, can make the playoffs. Yeah. So what the Chargers are four and six. We'll put them on here. Chargers four and six make it. So that means three of but still only two of the rest of the group or three of the rest of the group's not going to make it. So you've got the Jags and the Texans. One of them's got to make it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, if 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 in in that, I'm mean, sorry. If you if you're saying it that way, if the Jags or the Tech or or the uh, right, one's got to make it. Yeah, Texans, it'll be the Jags. Jags or Texans. It'll be the, the it'll be the Jags. Yeah. Okay. So then, so the Texans are out. So who else doesn't make it? Steelers. Steelers don't make it. I don't think the Steelers are gonna make it. I mean, as as. Um, you said it best when the, how they're winning is not sustainable. Like they, the, their luck's gonna run out. Like it's just, it's just inevitable f- for them. Okay, and then you think the Bills because I'm going to six and eight here over the next uh, five weeks. Yeah, given that, yeah, given that schedule, I mean, even with us, could be a trap game. But I, I doubted after watching the dog shit that that tried it out the other night. But you never know. All right. So here's your prediction for the teams that make the playoffs of the AFC. Are you ready? You've yeah, got going. Kansas City and Baltimore. Okay. Jacksonville, Miami, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, I can live with that. No Buffalo, no Steelers, no Texans. Nope. But those are three good to decent, decent to good teams. The, I mean, Steelers, the quarterback play is horrendous. Yes. Right? Uh, Stroud's a rookie. Um, you know he's he could sustain what he's doing, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I just I just think that rookie rookie head coach they're going to hit a brick wall at some point. It's just they're going to win ugly. I'm sorry, they're going to win ugly or lose pretty. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other what was the other team that I had Buffalo. left Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo. I don't know what they are. Um, I'm gonna use your your words like they're not serious. Yeah. Um, you're not using digs. You're, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what else they can do. Uh, I think they fired Ken Dorsey because of the 12 men on the field. Like they had to give somebody up They had to make a sacrifice for somebody, yeah, but that's the special teams. You can't just fire the <laughs> offense, the offensive guy for that. That's, that's rough. That, that'd be, that'd be like you being fired as a trainer because I can't bench press enough. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I, I just, I watched that game and I, you know what won that game? To be honest with you, that um that kind of look away throw that Russ threw to the yeah. like him him having the wherewithal to have his feet in for that that was the definitive play in the game. Like that so was you're touchdown talking about the touch the touch on Cortland Sutton, right? Yeah, yeah, that was so that, that was the play. On, so that touch on Cortland Sutton had the lowest chance to be completed since Amazon's been keeping track of these stats. Wow. 
I didn't think he got in until they super slowed mode that thing. It, even yeah. then, I'm like, there's no way they're giving him this 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 ball right. They're gonna say he didn't control it to the ground. I'm like, yeah, they're gonna give him. They're gonna they're gonna rob these guys right now. And I could yeah. not believe that that. But it was a hell of a throw. Look away, kind of chuck it up. Hopefully, the guy can just make a catch. It was it was amazing. Uh, yeah, but, Paul yeah, says if they lose that. digs, they are cooked. Well, yeah, I would say yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, they, I couldn't name other than Gabe Davis. I couldn't name anybody else on that squad. Yeah, um, I mean they got a couple other guys, but yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're they're not who we thought they were. Um, no. All right, so as we do every week, I want to take a look to the upcoming schedule because Cleve, we will be watching the Island Games this week. Get ready, clear your schedule Thursday night. <laughs> Bengals at Ravens. Oh, finally, finally something yeah. good. Finally, shit. Yes. Yeah. Bengals right. at Ravens in a like gotta have it now because both these teams choked yeah. away wins. Yeah, they're yeah, they're both gonna come with guns ready. Yeah, they're gonna be ready to play. Yeah. So Thursday night is gonna be like actual appointment, appointment football this week. Um Sunday, Steelers at Brown. So the other two AFC North teams play each other as well. Uh, yeah. The Raiders, the Raiders feel good story comes to an end as they are at Miami. Oh, coming off the bye, Jalen Waddle fully healthy. Devon A. Chan is back. Oh man, <laughs> a one o'clock game. Vegas going across the country to Miami. It's yeah, they better they better fly over like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like this is like a. Next week when we do the show, we'll be talking about Gertie Chua softballs for sure. He's going for like 350 and four. No problem. Um, Bears at Lions. Honestly, I want to have uh, Scott here for this. Cleveland Lions next two games, home to the Bears, home to the Packers on Thanksgiving. The Lions absolutely must be nine and two after Thanksgiving. They have to. Yeah, I have you guys winning the division. I had that on tape. Yeah, but they can't. They cannot gank up at home against the Bears. Oh no, no! You got to kick the shit out of both those teams. Yeah, like, like, like they're too good for this now. Like this is it is so weird to be saying this about the Detroit Lions, but like they need to handle the small shit. Like they cannot. Yeah, don't like you said. Like Scott said, take don't take your foot off the gas. You got to like floor it all the way through. (laughs) Yes, and uh, I'll say this again next week. I think the Lions are gonna put are gonna put it on the Packers on Thanksgiving with everybody watching, like a forty-one to ten, forty burger. <laughs> yeah, like I think they're I think they're coming for the Packers on Thanksgiving. Uh, Titans at Jags again, must win for the Jags here. They have to try to get right against Will Levis. Here's an interesting one: one o'clock Eastern game, Los Angeles at Green Bay, Chargers at the Packers. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Like, because the Chargers are better than the Packers, but it's going to yes. be cold. It's an early start. They they lose that game. Staley Staley's he's on a, he's on a volcano at that point. Uh, Sitting they on a also, volcano. They also aren't making the playoffs at that point. You have to put in either <laughs> the uh, Texans, Steelers, or or Bills. Um. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. This is going to be a fun game. Cardinals at Texans. Oh, yeah. 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 No yeah. defense in the dome. Stroud Track versus me. Kyler. Track yeah. me. 
yeah, that game that that should be a fun one. That should be a really really good game. Uh, but one the Texans need to have if they want to try to compete with Jacksonville. It's one. It's one they got it. They got to have here. My God, Cowboys at Panthers. <laughs> another four hundred. Another four hundred game for for Dak. <laughs> He's gonna stockpile stats, dude. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I can't think of a worse possible matchup for Carolina besides Kansas City than Dallas. Mm. I yep. mean, at least it's not in Dallas, I guess. But it's it's not going to matter. Nope. Yeah, that game that game water. Um, okay, here we go. Game of the week. Giants at Commanders. <laughs> Should we get tickets? You want to go? You probably can get tickets at the gate. <laughs> like 50-yard line. We could probably just tweet at Magic Johnson and be like, hey, love your work with the Lakers. He'd be like, hey, you want two tickets? <laughs> tickets at Bonchon. Shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, by the way, in 2014, when Michigan was at their at their nadir, you could get two free tickets with the purchase of a Coke at a mobile gas station to <laughs> Michigan football. Dude, I got you. I got you worse than that for many years. When before the Nets got um <laughs> got uh, Jason Kidd, you could literally show up at the game and get floor seats. I shit you not. You could literally really? drive up to the game and literally walk in. And be like, yeah, I'll pay twenty five bucks, and you're sitting on the floor, dude. It's crazy. The wow. Year before they got Jason Kidd, that's how bad that team was, bro. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's that's something. Um. Uh. I. I. I mean, the Commanders should win, of course, but like, who cares? Um. Bucks at Forty ers Oh. <laughs> Purdy's gonna have a really good time. Um. Get his confidence back. Yeah, and the thing is, too, is that the Bucks are a massive pass funnel. It's really hard to run on them because of Vita Vea. So this actually could be like a purdy, like sneaky, like 350 and four game, too. Because he needs you just it, can't run at Tampa. He needs it. He needs his confidence, bro. He needs his well, mojo. He, he did good this week. He had like two yeah, he, no, he, no, he yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, whatever. See, when he's not asked to do a lot, yeah, just do what you're supposed to do. It's great. And then having CMC is the ultimate bailout. Yeah. You know? And Debo and Ayuk and George Kittle. Yeah. I mean, you you couldn't have a better lineup for a guy with, with that. Just don't yeah. turn the ball over. <laughs> right. Jets at Bills. Y'all going to pull it out? I mean, it could be a trap game, honestly. But I, I think with the loss that they just had, um, the Bills, that is, they're going to something to prove and says, Hey, we're, you know, we're still relevant or we should kind of be in this somewhere. So I think this game, again, goes one of, I you never so. know. We, we beat them yeah. once already, but I doubt we're going to beat them twice. I think so. Game only goes one of two ways. Either we get like a, like perfect Josh Allen. Right. And it's a blowout or we get multiple turnovers. It gets really good defense Brees Hall breaks a couple because the Bills don't play good defense, right? And all of a sudden, it's coming down to the wire again, and maybe the Bills will pull it out. But I always like I I don't see it being like twenty four to fourteen Buffalo. It's either thirty four yeah. to ten Buffalo, or it's like a two point game either way. Yeah, I, yeah. Win win pretty or lose ugly. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> um, Seahawks at Rams. Matt Stafford is back. He's back. Okay. Yeah. 
another could be a sneaky good game. Lots of passing because the Seahawks yeah. might, be forced, might be forced into it. Yeah, Gino. Yeah, Gino might get something to a shootout. Yeah. Um. So that could be that could be a fun one there. Uh. Sunday night. Not an important game, I don't think, but at least fine. Vikings at Broncos. Dobbs. <laughs> yeah. With the Broncos coming off this big win against Buffalo and looking a lot better. Um, maybe Jefferson's back, maybe not, because the Vikings have a bye the next the following week and they host Monday night football the week after that. So maybe don't but if Jefferson's back, Jefferson versus Sertan, this could be this could be a fun, a fun game. But here's here's the highlight. Cliff, do you know offhand what the Monday night game is? And ain't Pats. Uh no, they're on a bye coming back from Germany. Yeah, they're, they're on a bye. Uh give me one second. I'm trying to think who didn't who is it Ravens? Nope, they're on Thursday. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot they're on oh shit. Who is it? Super Bowl rematch, Eagles at Chiefs. Oh man. I told you that's Thursday and Monday. Block them out. But yeah, you know what? We need that after fucking two weeks of bullshit football. <laughs> yeah, like schedule-wise. Yeah, that makes up for it. That makes up yes. for it. That, that that bookends your week. Starts yeah. it on yeah, starts it on Thursday, ends it. Yeah, that bookends your week. Wow, that's yeah. that's good. It's a good slate of games. It's going to be a fantastic slate. And so we got Super Bowl rematch Monday. Three games. Um, uh, is that next? Is Thanksgiving next week? Uh, yeah, not the, yeah, yeah. Next, so there's next three games week, to the yeah. following Thursday. Yeah, yep. it's so next week, starting with that, it's going to be a huge, a huge, uh, great run of run of football. Will Cleave, um, yeah, six, six walk off field goals this week. Some great, some great action, Lions, Chargers, and all that. I thought it was a pretty good week of football. Any final words before we get out of here? I, I, they they need to rethink the international games, uh, at least the just do like the London stuff. But the Germany one was from what I got from all my friends that watched. They were like the just the just the feeling of it wasn't like magical or whatever. So I don't know. And I think yeah. someone said in the chat that it's because we don't have enough expats over there in Germany, maybe. I oh, don't know. Ger- German Germany generally really likes the NFL. Like, it's popular there. Mm-hmm. It's just there's no reason to start these games at 930 in the morning Eastern. Just make them primetime mm-hmm. games in Germany. Put them on red zone at 1 o'clock. Because <laughs> to us, it doesn't matter that it's in Germany. There's nothing, like, interesting about watching a foreign stadium. No, it's not. We're watching the football. <laughs> right. Right. So just put it on red zone at the and I'm sure like the NFL network wants their game to broadcast or whatever. Well, who cares? Next time they next time they redo this, they need to put that game at one o'clock Eastern primetime game in Europe. That's what it is. Yeah. That's probably right. You're, All you're, right. Well, my only final words. Yeah, my only final words is that in college basketball, Duke just beat Michigan State. Go Duke, future uh conference made of uh Michigan there in the ACC. All right. <laughs> Uh, We'll see everybody next week. Peace. Later. Thanks, guys.